بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله إن الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على ملا نبي بعده قال تبارك وتعالى في كلامه المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد عوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا وشفيعنا وحبيبنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم من صلى علي صلاة واحدة صلى الله عليه بها شر كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العزيز الحكيم رب زدني علما رب شحني صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلو العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Dear respected listeners Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh We're fortunate that we have a double session today We had a discussion earlier on in the morning Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed us that Our Eid this year is taking place on a Friday as well So we have the Jum'ah lecture as well, inshallah, on the topic of Eid, we looked at one aspect of how to benefit spiritually from the day of Eid, especially Eid al-Adha and the 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed us with. Now, we'll take a closer look as most of us, insha'Allah, either our udhiya, the sacrificial animal, the ibadah of sacrificing which only takes place in Dhul-Hijjah, either that has been completed or within the next day or two days, insha'Allah, that will take place for us. And so what are the lessons that we draw from the concept of the udhiyya? All of us are aware of the historical background to why we sacrifice an animal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the account of Sayyidina Ibrahim ala nabina wa salatu Sayyidina Ismail and Nabi Muhammad in the Holy Quran on multiple occasions, including in Surah Al-Safat. فَلَمَّا أَسْلَمَا وَتَلَّهُ لِلْجَبِينَ وَنَادَيْنَاهُ أَيَّا إِبْرَاهِيمُ قَدْ صَدَّقْتَ الرُّؤْيَا إِنَّا كَذَلِكَ نَجِزِ الْمُحْسِنِينَ إِنَّ هَذَا لَهُوَ الْبَلَاءُ الْمُبِينَ وَفَدَيْنَاهُ بِذِبْحٍ عَظِيمٍ The story of how Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal shows Sayyidina Ibrahim Khalilullah that he is sacrificing his son and how when Ibrahim والسلام, and his son both attempt to bring this to
to a reality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts this offering from Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, but says that I don't want the literal sacrifice. I wanted to test whether you are willing to give up for me when I call on to you. And this willingness to give up for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he calls on to his servant is something that you and I face almost every day. Where there is multiple calls from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala onto us. And he wants for us to sacrifice something in return to fulfill that calling. At times the sacrifice is our time. We are preoccupied in something, but Allah's call comes onto us and He wants us to give up some time of ours for Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal. At times, the preoccupation is mundane and trivial. As trivial as some of us are tested by the notion of a football game. That we're busy watching football and Allah's obligation is set upon us and we find that a test. And sometimes the test is much more of a test. Not something mundane, not something trivial. Something important in our life that's taking place. And Allah's call comes on to us. So this notion of being willing to sacrifice for Allah is not specific to Sayyidina Ibrahim Khalilullah. It happens to us every day of our life. Granted, the sacrifice that Ibrahim والسلام, was asked to offer is something much more significant than sacrificing of time. Yet we face a similar principle almost daily from Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal. And what's interesting is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala values that individual who says labbaik to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's calling. So Sayyidina Khalilullah, Ibrahim ala Nabina alayhi salatu wasalam, he says labbaik. His son, Sayyidina Ismail, Dhabihullah, he says, Labbaik. Father and son say to one another, the son says that, Ya Abi, Ya Abat in the Quran, Ya Abat if Alma tu'mar, if Alma tu'mar. Allah, what, what zeal and enthusiasm they had to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the Arabic language, Ab means when you call unto Ya Ab, Father. Ya Abati, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subhanAllah, the wording in the Quran. Ya Abati, O oh my beloved Father. So Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam saying that, Ya, O oh Father, you are beloved to me. But if Alma tu'mar, whatever Allah says comes above that love as well. SubhanAllah. It's unique. If Alma tu'mar, whatever you've been commanded with, 
fulfill it. Satajiduni insha'Allah min as For the sake of Allah, you will find me patient and one that is forbearing for whatever I face in the struggle to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what I want to draw attention to is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala values the willingness of the abd to sacrifice for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this willingness of Ismail, of Ibrahim Allah never ever intended for the son to be sacrificed. It was to see the willingness to sacrifice. And when that came to fruition, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do? Allah says, Oh Ibrahim, your practice of bringing the, madh- the madhbuh, or the proposed madhbuh, the one who is to be slaughtered, and presenting him to me, and your willingness to do this, this will now be remembered ila yawmil qiyamah. This will be remembered until the day of judgment. There will never ever be change to the practice of sacrificing an animal for the sake of Allah on the days of Eid. Never. Recently there was a WhatsApp message going around about a vegan qurbani. That if you don't wish to sacrifice then you can have a vegan qurbani there is no such thing the qurbani and the udhiya and the slaughtering of animals will take place ila yawm al until the final day until the final day and what that draws attention to and what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us is that Granted our sacrifices for Allah are trivial and mundane at times and nowhere in comparison to the sacrifice that the Anbiya were willing to do. But they are sacrifices. And Allah never ever makes a sacrifice go unnoticed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never asks for the abd for something and says I will give you nothing in return. Never. That is not the way our Lord Azza wa Jal works. Never has this been the practice of Allah, never will it be the practice of Allah. No matter how insignificant we consider our sacrifice to Allah of time, of wealth, of health, every ounce of that is appreciated by Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And that's why the hadith Qudsi. Where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions that Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal says, whoever draws near to me, a handspan, whoever draws near to me, a handspan, then I come close to them, a wingspan. And whoever comes close to me, mashya, on their feet, Whoever walks towards me, then I will come to that person running. And what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, 
that whatever we sacrifice for Allah, Allah will give back more than what we have given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is one of the most important lessons that we learn from Sayyidina Ibrahim Khalilullah. From his action to Allah that such was the acceptance. فَتَقَبَّلَهَا رَبُّهَا بِقَبُولٍ حَسَنٍ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted it with such acceptance. That تَيَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ This is no small feat. That this action of Ibrahim, even though, consider this. Our Nabi Muhammad وسلم, He was very particular Of Practices being set by himself At the time of Nikah There was, there was a custom In the days of Jahiliyyah That how does one congratulate the other When they got married So they used to say Birrafai wal banin May you be granted with prosperity and children. So the Prophet ﷺ on one occasion was sitting with the Sahaba Kiram A nikah had taken place, and some Sahaba congratulated the Sahabi in question who had just had his nikah done. And they said, Bir Rafa'i wal Banin. May you be granted prosperity and children. So the Prophet ﷺ says, Aisha, what is this? So he says, this is, how we, this is how we congratulate one another when they got married, or when they get married. So the Prophet ﷺ says, لا, لا, لا تقولوا بالرفاء والبنين ولكن قولوا بارك الله لك وبارك عليك وجمع بينكما في الخير That I don't want you to say بالرفاء والبنين anymore. I don't want you to say this anymore. From now on say, بارك الله لك وبارك عليك وجمع بينكما في خير So at the nikah, after the nikah is concluded, you'd hear the imam say immediately, Barakallahu lak wa baraka alik. And that's how we're supposed to congratulate one another. Now the commentators of hadith, they discuss why did this happen? Because when you look at the wording, there's nothing wrong with birrafai wal banin. May you be granted prosperity and children. What's wrong with that? So the shurrah, the commentators of hadith, they say, the Prophet ﷺ was so particular that his ummah follow his ways that even a saying that was correct in its essence, but not said by the Prophet ﷺ, he said, I don't want you to say that anymore, I want you to say what I say instead. So this was, the, this was how the Prophet ﷺ approached the Sharia, his Sharia, his Ummah. But such was the acceptance of Khalil, Ibrahim and this action, that this action of sacrificing an animal, though initiated by Ibrahim ﷺ, Carries on until when? Not until the Prophet ﷺ comes, but until the end of time. And this signifies to us the importance of the willingness to sacrifice for Allah. And like I said, the sacrifices that Allah demands from you and I are trivial, mundane, small. None of them can ever compare to what He demanded from the Anbiya. They are small. But having said that, for many of us, they are sacrifices. So how should one approach that? That when I see that my Rabb is wanting something for me where I have to give up something, let me remember Khalil. Let me remember Ibrahim And how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never, 
ever approaches the sacrifice of a servant except that he gives back in spades. Except that he gives back much more than what he has demanded from us. Never does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over demand from these servants that he tasks and he commands to fulfill whatever he is obligated upon them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this very important lesson of the willingness to sacrifice for Allah, Allah grant us the tawfiq to bring that into our life. Whenever there is a demand from Allah, whenever there is something that we need to do for Allah, where it takes something away from us, remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never takes from us except that He gives back so much more in return. Allah grant us all the tawfiq. Inshallah, just one announcement, inshallah, kind request, inshallah, that the masks, please, whilst inside the hall, they need to be worn properly, they need, your faces need to be covered completely, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairah, Allah reward you all. As the volunteers come around with the buckets, please do put something in the buckets. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you in both the worlds uh, and grant you barakah in your risk, inshallah.